Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Now, I know something that can trip a lot of people up, and this could well be you, and hold them back from getting started with creating and launching their online course or membership is about the pricing and how to price it. And I know it can feel really tricky to figure that out. So in today's episode, let's explore how to come up with a price for your program and why at the end of the day, I say you just need to pick a number and go for it. This episode is brought to you by Scalable, my online program where I teach you how to start and scale your online program for revenue every month without relying on launching. I teach everything that I've learned in growing my membership program, the Modern Marketing Collective, over the past almost two years to create a multiple six-figure revenue stream in my business and be absolutely obsessed with the work that I do. To find out if your idea could work for an online program and to find out more about Scalable and if that's going to be something that could really serve you, then send me a message on Instagram at Emily Osmond and just mention Scalable and let's have a chat. Okay, let's talk all things pricing. So at the end of the day, what my advice is to you before we even get started is you do just need to make that decision. Don't let this hold you back from taking action. Okay, now I've got that one out of the way. Let's talk about how much you could charge for your online program. So there's really three different things to look at here. So the first one is your students' perceived value of their problem being solved. And this is something to really make sure that you're emphasizing in your messaging and along with the risk that if they don't solve this. So what would be the value to your students if your program could really help them with that current challenge or the current problem that they are having and help them get closer to or meet that end goal that they really, really want? What monetary value would they place on that? Now, number two here is about the level of access to you and or how much you actually do for them inside the program. So if they are submitting work for you to actually review, which is something I do in my programs, then generally the price is going to be higher. If they have access to you inside your programs and they can ask you questions every day, again, the price is probably going to be higher. So that's another thing to really consider. Do you want to remove yourself a little bit from the program? In which case you might drop the price a little bit. And I know some people have courses where they don't offer any access to them. So their price is generally lower to more of a mastermind style program or more of a higher level, higher support program. So that's number two. Number three is the supply and the demand. So what else is on the market for them to choose from? And often the bigger your brand profile, generally the higher your price can go. So if there is a lot on the marketplace, I would go back to your messaging and make sure this is super, super clear about why your program is going to help them solve their problem. And if yours is the only one on the market, 
that's not necessarily a great thing either because it might mean there's really no demand for your program. But if there's just an oversupply of courses or memberships in the marketplace that are very similar to yours or market very similarly or just reaching the same people, then it might be a bit of a struggle for you to actually attract people to yours. Now, the third consideration here is really what the membership or the course is about. So whether this is more of a personal topic or more of a business topic, and then the categories within these. So I was chatting to one of my really dear friends and she was telling me about her mum, who is a doctor, and her mum has recently joined an online membership, which is all about how to run a GP practice. And we were talking about this and she said, yeah, I asked my mum how much it was. And she said it was something like two or $3,000 a month, two or $3,000 a month. So don't think that just because you have a membership, it has to be $49 a month, or it has to be what everyone else that you see is offering and consider, okay, what are the circumstances of your ideal clients? What is the perceived value of the problem you are solving? What is the level of access to you? And then what is the actual business or personal and the categories within these that can probably help dictate your price? And some people say, you know, personal topics, so maybe health or other things, more hobbies are going to be charged lower than business. But having said that, that's definitely not a rule that you have to follow. And it's definitely not something that is a one size fits all kind of approach. So that's a little bit about how much. Now, let's take a look at price positioning. So some things that you can do here when it comes to actually, I guess, explaining the price or helping communicate the price is first of all, comparing your membership or your course price to the other offers that you have or what they would have to pay. So what your students would have to pay to access something similar elsewhere. So for instance, you might use the language pay X amount for a one-on-one session with me or just X amount to join my program. And I've seen this used in a few different ways in a really, really smart marketers as well, that you can really kind of contrast if you were going to go to a specialist or you're going to go to consultant, or if you were going to have someone else do this for your business, then you'd probably be up for this much money, or you can learn how to do it yourself by paying this much. Now, another really good strategy that I like to use too, and this is really really for business, I guess, courses or memberships, is to use the framing and the positioning that If this program would be something that helps them make or save money, you could use language like how many sales would you need to make your investment back? So for instance, with my membership, I know that if they put in the work and implement and follow the trainings, they are very likely to make a lot more money back, my students I'm talking about here, in their business versus what their investment is. So that's just an example there of a couple of things that you can do. I want to now break this down into memberships and courses. And if you didn't listen to the previous episode, episode 60 about courses versus memberships, make sure you listen to that one too, because that's going to give you some more context. But in today's episode, we're just talking about the pricing side of things. Okay. Membership frequencies. So you get to choose. You do not have to offer any specific type or combination. And what I mean by this is often with memberships, there's an annual offer and a Uh, monthly offer, but some of my students inside Scalable, where I teach about all things creating and growing your online program, some of them, it really makes sense to have seasonal and quarterly memberships. So that's something that they are looking at doing rather than offering monthly memberships. So really what makes sense for your members 
or your topic. And one of those students, Kath, who runs a great membership for women who are pregnant and it's physio style exercises. So send me a message and I can send you all the details for that one is that we realize, you know, it's a great opportunity for her to actually say, it's not really much point offering a monthly membership. It's a really great option to offer it based on those different periods of pregnancy that she can then offer those membership options for. So that's just one example of that in practice. Okay, so still on the topic of memberships, let's have a look at if you were going to offer a monthly and an annual option and some of the pluses and negatives for both. So a monthly option. Trust me here when I say this is great for regular monthly revenue. And once your student joins and you need to know your numbers and how long they generally stay for, but once they've paid one month, you're generally assured that they're going to be staying around for quite a bit of time. So you've basically received that one payment today and you'll receive that payment again next month. So once you start getting some volume in your membership, you can understand why this is such an attractive business model. Now, do keep in mind with the monthly option, it can be some more admin. So there will just naturally be failed payments from students that perhaps didn't top up their bank account or that type of thing, have changed their cards. And there'll be some churn, which basically means some students dropping off. Now, something here, and I totally understand this is just not going to apply for everyone, but sometimes monthly can attract some less committed members because they see the option to join and then cancel after a month. So that's just one thing to keep in mind. But it can also attract more members because there's a lower barrier for entry and a less perceived risk as well. So people can see, well, you know, it's only this much and I can leave after a month if I'm not really enjoying it. So you can attract more volume, but you can attract people that maybe aren't as committed if they were going to put more money up front. And I know that's not everyone. So please know I understand that one. But I just want to kind of give you a couple of scenarios there. Okay, now looking at annuals. So this can be great for larger upfront revenue because you're receiving basically a full year's payment upfront. It can then of course lead to less admin, which is great because you're not dealing with those monthly failed payments that can come into account. You can, and I know this is, I said this isn't for everyone, but you can attract more committed members sometimes because they are like, right, I'm committing to this for a year. And You can also attract less members because there's a higher barrier to entry and perhaps a higher perceived risk as well if they don't like the program that they feel, oh, I've already paid for a year. Now, when it comes to the payment amounts, typically for an annual option, this is going to be 10 times the monthly cost. So you effectively give two months free. So for instance, if your membership was, let's say, $97 a month, the annual option would generally be $997 a month that type of thing. So you're generally giving people effectively two months free if they go with the annual option, just to make it a little bit more attractive for them. Now, I want to speak now about something that's called grandfathered pricing. And it's kind of a funny word. I don't really know where that one came from, but let's just roll with it. So grandfathered pricing basically lets existing members continue paying the same price for your membership, even when you put the price up for new members. Now, this works actually as a really good retention strategy to encourage members to stay because if they leave and want to come back, they're like, oh crap, well now I have to pay more to join again. So it's a really good retention strategy to keep members. And 
in the case of my membership, I've generally put prices up anyway every six to 12 months. So this is something that you can consider too when you launch your membership to start at maybe a slightly lower price and then work to increase your prices. Now, just a bit of an FIY for those listening who aren't a member of the Modern Marketing Collective, which is my coaching group where we learn and discuss and delve and implement into all things online marketing, specifically around your Instagram strategy and how that fits holistically into your content and really getting more sales into your business, I'm putting the prices up. My next price increase happens on the 1st of July, 2020. And I'm actually doubling my price for my membership because like I spoke about right at the start in terms of pricing, there's a lot of access to me, a lot of access to ask me questions every day and I'll give you feedback and review your marketing. So there's a lot of access to me. And also what the value is to students too is that they're able to implement the trainings and generally make quite a bit of money back inside their business. So my membership, to give you a bit of an idea, the current price, and it has been through some price increases, is currently currently 67 Australian dollars a month or 670 Australian dollars a year. I also charge 49 US dollars a month or 490 US dollars a year. Now I'm actually going to be doubling that price as of the 1st of July. So if you are interested in joining us and getting in an absolute bargain, click the link under this episode and you can go and find the details for how to enroll and all the details about what's inside the Modern Marketing Collective. And if you just can't find that link or anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And I would love to work with you inside the Modern Marketing Collective. Alrighty, let's keep on scrolling now. Let's keep on moving to courses. So like we've discussed the two different, or there can be more of course, options for membership, which is monthly and annual, or you could look at quarterly or that type of thing. With courses, which are more a fixed payment rather than ongoing payments, generally going to be looking at a payment plan and a pay in full plan. So the payment plan can be some more admin when you're working with failed payments or if you're manually invoicing students and that type of thing. It can attract more students because it's just easier for them to access the course with those broken down payments. And then generally with the payment plan, you're just going to bump the price up a little bit for this one. So because you might have people that could actually drop off and not finish those payments and because you're receiving that money over a longer period of time, people often make the payment plan just end up being a little bit higher, 20% or so higher than if they were to pay in full, if students were to pay in full. And then payments, you can split these over however long you want. They might be weekly, generally not, it's probably going to be a bit longer, fortnightly or monthly. So that's your payment plan option. And then you've got pay in full. So again, this is great for the larger upfront revenue. It can be less admin, but it could attract a few less students versus if you were to offer a payment plan because there's just that higher barrier to entry there too. So a couple of considerations and really great to be able to offer those two as well. Alrighty guys, so it's time for you to make those decisions. In the last episode, we looked at whether a course or a membership might be the best approach for you to get started with. And bearing in mind, you can kind of always tweak these things as well. So don't let being paralyzed by making a decision stop you. The same goes with your payments, with your pricing options. So to make a decision now, if you are moving forward with a membership, you wanna be working out what your payment frequencies are going to be and your amounts. And if you would like to create a course, then you're going to be looking at what your pay in full amount is and what your payment plan amount is there. 
So I hope this was helpful. I hope this helps you just get some more clarity around taking your business online and making that decision around your pricing. And just a reminder, I teach a lot more than just creating your membership. I teach you how to actually scale it and make sales every month through your different audience accelerators. So you don't have to start off with a big audience. We look at how you can grow your audience pretty quickly and effectively to start making more sales for your membership or your course each month there too. Because what I find is a lot of people might create their program and that's all fine, but then they really kind of hit a roadblock and it doesn't really go anywhere. So I want to make sure that you are having lots of people that actually access your amazing trainings and you're building up your business with your online program because it is such an amazing way to run a business too. So if you'd like to chat about whether Scalable, my online program that teaches all of this, is going to be a good fit for you. And if you actually have an idea that could be great for an online program, send me a message on Instagram at Emily Osmond and just mention the word scale or scalable and let's have a chat. All right, guys, speak with you soon. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.